We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Text line is lit up. Phones are lit up. 464-5685. Another argument, debate that has got the people going. Hey, real fast. that uh, I was looking at that 2003 defense. I don't know why. It doesn't really fit our conversation, but it did have 10. 2003 defense, a team that did win 10 games, but a team that did get, you know, the coach was jettisoned. In fact, it, I recall almost the entire staff. The entire staff, except for... Turner Gill and Scott Downing, remember that? Uh, Bill 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 Callahan retained Turner Gill and Scott Downing. Uh, but that defense had 10, 10 NFL players. The best players on that defense were Ryan Bingham, Trevor Johnson, Lakeven Smith, Barrett Rude was the best, I'd say, or maybe you'd say Demario Williams. That Fabian Washington and the Bullocks and Gerald Pippins played in the NFL as a safety. It's pretty good. I was like Pat Ricketts. Ricketts Not Pete, but Pat. Yeah, Pat. We have a call from Corey in Lincoln. Yes, that Corey is waiting patiently on the phone through the break. 464-5685. Corey, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Hello, my name's Corey, and I have a gambling problem. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I actually do watch those mid-December bowl games between Texas State and Boston College, yeah. and they're not talented teams because <laughs> you don't have to be a talented team to win six games. It's true. You have to have just a modicum of talent. Yes. Every time we've failed to win six games, it's been because of the coaches. You can't tell me those Bill Callahan teams that failed to win six games didn't have enough talent to win six games. I mean, come on. Like, 07? We didn't have enough talent there? Ah, 07. 07, refresh Look at 08, what Bo did with that defense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, coming off the Big 12 championship game, you look at what Bo did. And just look at the fact that, I I mean, I don't want to make this about recruiting rankings, but he did have a top five class, Bill Callahan in 05. that, that, That team is loaded with talent. Yeah. You look at, like, 2017, that disaster season, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that was a great roster. I, I don't buy into the cover being bare as much as some people do when Frost got here. Not a good roster. Not a talented roster. But that the, the abject failure of that season was due to the coaching staff and the way that all those guys quit on that season, partly because the AD quit on the season, too, before we even got to conference play. But that team – could have done way more with a competent coach so i just don't i don't like six wins like you're sip you're saying like jake and i are being myopic like oh if you're wearing six scarlet and cream like you got to be good i think it's reversed i think you're you're being myopic i think we've been in such a malaise here in this uh nebraska bubble that we we've forgotten that six wins isn't a good season six wins isn't an accomplishment six wins is bare minimum and you don't need to be talented uh in, in any real standard to to achieve six wins uh, you got a point uh, you got i know point. i know like you you hate the uh i think 
Connor Happer used to say, you should be able to roll out of bed and win nine in Nebraska. I, I agree. We've learned that that's not true, but you probably should be able to roll out of bed and win six. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever not had the team to do that. So uh, that's where I'm at with that. Also, one thing, I don't remember ever hearing as much hype about a true freshman as I've heard about Big Earn Houseman, Columbus guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, am, I, am I forgetting anybody? I mean, no. truly, like I, a true freshman getting this much run to actually maybe see the field, I don't remember who, who that would be. But anyway, that's it. Thank Later. you, Corey. Okay, great, okay the, the great call. Now, here's the thing that, that does make sense, what Corey said. It makes a lot of sense. And I, and I got to be careful on this. When I say the team was good enough to be a bowl team, it was. It was good enough 2017. Okay, 2017. They, they're 4-8. Yeah, they probably could have eked out two more wins and got to six. I guess when, I'm set, when, I, when, I, when I am saying it wasn't good enough to be a bowl team and didn't have that kind of roster or it wasn't, it wasn't cut and dried – I'm not talking about a six-win bowl. The, that's what we're I'm talking talk, about. I know, we that's are. What we're talking but about. in my mind, I'm always thinking see, good bowl, see, like you, citrus bowl. You like, yelled at me. Yeah. I said six wins. Yeah. Not nine or ten. Yeah. The bare minimum, as Corey said, we're not – again, right. I, I agree they weren't a nine or ten-win team. Like we, we, That's how I think about it, Well, though. you can't. See, I'm thinking about going and playing South Carolina and right. Florida well, and in going to play Georgia. We're talking about cheese it bowl. Yeah, we're talking – Pinstripe. Pinstripe, cheese yeah. bowl. Like the bowls you don't want to be in, but yeah. guess what? So in that regard, I do agree okay. that they were 4-8 and eight and they maybe could have, should have been a 6-6. Six and okay. six. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think of a, like a, yeah. Yeah, but I, you, you're, you're view, saying that I was viewing it as a 9-10 win team. I said 6. Yeah. As Corey said, they have had the talent every year in the last 20 years and forever to win at least six games. And Corey, now Corey, I will say this about your freshman Big E, the Big E, Ernest Hausman, is getting a lot of run. But, Corey, I think there's been freshmen that got as much or more. Um, there certainly has been, like, JUCOs. I mean, you remember when Thunder Collins came in. I don't know if Corey's old enough to remember that. You're certainly not old enough to remember when Thunder Collins came in. There was, a, well, there was I remember Thunder Collins. There was a countdown that they were doing to Thunder Collins arriving in town on the – on the Husker Sports Network. They're doing a countdown to Thunder Collins' arrival. Now, that wasn't a freshman. That was a junior college player. But I think that, Corey, I do think there's been some freshmen where the hype has been greater. Um, I mean, in that, nobody's saying Ernest Hausman is going to be a starter, right? It's just he's going to be a he's, – he's positioned himself to be a backup. Yeah. The big E. Yeah. By the way, yes, I see all your texts – let me address this right now. I understand we have some interference on the FM airwaves. Oh, it happens. Do? We do? You can tune us in on the app or the live stream or watch us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitter. You can, there's, there's different ways. I understand the FM is not good today. What's the problem? I don't know. There's atmospheric interference going on there. But hmm. it happens once in a while. There's sun, even though it's not sunny yet, it's, you know, I guess now it might be, there's sunspots. The atmosphere, it messes things up in the radio world. It happens all the time. In the summer. I wonder if it has anything to do with you wearing a T-shirt today. <laughs> I'm freaking people out over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got a T-shirt on. Yes. Uh, 464-5685. If you want to hold... Uh, when do we want to get to Bill Bush stuff? We don't have much time. We got Derek here already. 
Let's do it right now. Okay. All right. We Bill got time? Bu- yeah, we got you got a few minutes here. Bill Bush, Nebraska's special teams coordinator, spoke after practice yesterday, Sip. A lot of good things he was talking about. But uh, what stood out to you? I, I got a couple of comments here from him. Here's, uh, I guess, Bill Bush yesterday. How has, how has kickoff, returned shake, kickoff return shaken out so far, Bill Bush, yesterday after practice? Uh, Anthony's doing really well for us. And we have our, our, our kickoff return is installed. We don't have every phase of it installed but we do have the start of it installed and obviously like the first thing I talk about is is the toughest position to play on special teams is front line on kickoff return it's extremely hard and so the guys you pick to be up there are your real dudes those that's the part that's really hard then the next level for us right there the 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 fullback and the wings they got to be able to put their face on people for us right there and then we have to have guys that hit it in a vertical return and and tough people like that that are used to carrying the ball for ball security that's why i've always enjoyed running backs at that position uh, for us because they have they're used to ball security like that they're used to ball security like that. other people can do it we have other positions that are doing that but i've always enjoyed that for like that and they're used to being hit they're used to being hit. And they're used to being tackled. And so that's always a big plus. Okay. You hear that, how enthusiastic his voice is? Yes. It gets you jacked up about special teams. Um, I like Bill Bush. You, did you notice yesterday who's one of the player who was one of Nebraska's front-line blockers on kickoff returns? Who's that? Ramir Johnson. That's a running back. You want to hear him but talk he's, about that? Uh, I would love to because it's a great ra- – it was Ramir Johnson Day yesterday, okay. by the way. It was. They couldn't – Brian Applewhite and Bush couldn't praise him enough. Couldn't praise him enough. Go. He is. He is. And so what's impressive about that is Ramir was the returner last year. So when he got moved – but some people wouldn't think this. Like that When he got moved from returner to frontline, that's a promotion is what that is. That's a promotion. That means that's what you think of somebody when you move them up there like that. And that's why he's up there. And, and uh, you know, I gave the, this, the, the talk the other day how hard he works. But we had a time in spring last year, and the drill got over, and the first thing he did was ran by me, and he said they had four reps. He goes, Coach, four for four like that. So it meant something Cares. to make sure he blocks his guy at that. So, like I said, but, again, all the way down through it, to tell you the person who's stepping up that's looking good on special teams for us in all phases like that is also Gabe Irvin doing a great job for us. You keep hearing running back names keep coming up in different things. They're covering kicks. They're blocking for people. They're also running. They're doing all phases just like that receiver room is, just like the DB room is like that. So I I said I I went heavy on offense because sometimes those guys don't show up as much. But Coach Fisher on the defense for us is doing an unbelievable job having his guys ready to go. Coach Root is such a huge part. Those linebackers are ginormous for us. They all, all those Starting linebacks will be starting on special teams in some phase for us, so that's great. And then in most places, guys, you don't get the defensive coordinator, which is Coach Shenander. Uh, they usually like that at most places. They just step off during special teams, and they're kind of on the sideline, kind of hanging out because Coach, Coach Chins is, is out there with me for every single drill. What do you need done? How do you need to coach him? I give him assignments. It's executed well. So I'm just telling you again, offense and defensive assistant coaches are kicking ass, and I appreciate it. We'll get Bill you fired Bush. up. Bill Bush, everybody. Get you Bill fired Bush. up. Look at Derek. Derek's jacked up over there, too. Yeah, he's jacked up. You're jacked up. Um, if you're going to work, that probably helped you, right, get you ready for your day. Um, punt return competition. Punt return competition. He indicated Trey Palmer tops that group. Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is in that group. 
and Tommy Hill is in that group, and Brody Belt is in that group, and Oliver Martin is in that group. Did you notice that the top three are, are out of the transfer portal? Palmer, Garcia Castaneda, and Tommy Hill. Hmm. Uh, kickoff return, that'd be Anthony Grant. In fact, in fact, Bill said, if we went out there today, the person I'd like in that spot is Anthony Grant, the uh, transfer from New Mexico Military Institute. Um, also in that conversation is Palmer, kickoff return, Hill, and Cooper Jewett, the walk-on, speedy walk-on. So there's your rundown. Um, you know, you don't can't really tell how the guys like Bleak Road and Bushini are doing, um, especially from our vantage point, which is no vantage point. <laughs> 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 can't rely on videos posted for practice for no. us. Uh, scrimmage tomorrow. Yes. Scrimmage tomorrow. Frost addresses the media today. Today. You're going to try to find some high tower in Lincoln to peer into yeah, that Yeah, there's stadium, a parking you? garage over there near the practice Get field. binoculars out. I got, I'll have my binoculars trained on the scrimmage. I hope someone finds you and takes a picture <laughs> from down below. There he is up there <laughs> on top of the parking garage. <laughs> Derek Bombeck is next in Song of the Day on Early Break in the Ticket.